0: Yes, everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by Jay. I hope you're listening to the show.
1: He's actually already been texting me and emailing I me and sending me instant been, messages all morning. He's I been waiting hope he's,
0: for this. Uh, I am and I'm on an IM, and you can. How come we don't ever give my IM number mm-hmm. out? I don't know, we should do that uh jay okay where this is for you and <laughs> all of the other folks out there that have been wanting this show on men's spirituality actually uh i am so excited about this show and we've brought some folks to the table that are going to not only address this from three different perspectives i'm not sure how different uh, so i'm i've got to eager to find out what they're going to say uh and it's a topic that i didn't really understand uh was a topic of conversation men spirituality but i wouldn't think about that because i'm not a man so of course you know i know about certain women's spirituality and so jay thank you for pointing out that perhaps we've uh, you know we're shining a light on something that has been felt as invisible for many men across the globe and so we're bringing you today three absolutely phenomenal individuals i'm starting this show a little bit differently i'm starting it with a question i want each of uh, my guests today to take a minutes to introduce themselves but as well as introduce or share with you what their spiritual philosophies are about uh and that is for me setting the stage for our conversations today so i want to welcome you three thank you all of you for joining the show today i'm very excited about this and uh, i i am absolutely honored that you are willing to come on and talk about a subject that is near and dear to our listeners so this is a question. Who are you and what do you believe?
1: The silence <laughs>
2: it's
0: either processing or
1: there's no who's going to speak first well
3: i'm going to jump right in there pat Hi, Go good morning. how are you
0: good michael thank you
3: i'm reverend michael Ingersoll from the center for spiritual living in in uh here in seattle and uh a wonderful companion and a very um, uh, companion with reverend kathy ann lewis who has a wonderful show with you each month as mm-hmm. well uh, and and we and our philosophy is that you there is one divine presence one indwelling one wonderful divine intelligence in all things and i am part and parcel of that divine i'm not separate from it's an indwelling experience that i have that influences my sense of being wholeness and way i am within the world it's like a large gem that the light is shining through and i'm one facet of that wonderful gem in the world and i carry this relationship with me because it is that force and that beingness behind everything that i do and it's it is that presence that energetic presence that is alive in nature in alive in all in all situations in our in our in our world and I am not separate from that mm. and it says it's resource that I I can go to in, t- in the interior landscape of who I am that's where God rests
0: oh uh, thank you Reverend Michael thank yes. you uh, and, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna really talk about this this is a great way to start this show I've never done this before so I'm kind of like in awe about this who would like to go next
4: I'm happy to go next. But, All right. Well, I'm so happy to be here, uh, Dr. Pat. It's, I'm so happy well. to yes, have you yes, here. Yes, uh, yes. We know each other very well. It's because of you we were able to enter into the radio program. So once again, our deepest gratitude to you uh, for being under your umbrella for a long time. Uh, you know, I'm a Muslim and I'm, the, uh, I'm a minister at the uh, Interfaith Community Church in Seattle. And what I want to share with our listeners is that uh, Islam, in theory, is actually uh, very interfaith-friendly. Uh, there are many verses in the Quran. I'll just uh, mention one, the Quran, a couple of them. The Quran says that if Allah wanted, God could have made all of us one single community. But God chose to give us different languages, different colors, different prophets, different books, uh, nations and tribes, men and women, all for one reason, that you might get to know one another. So, I'll always be a Muslim, but by being open to the beauty and wisdom of other traditions, I'm watering my Islamic roots. Mm. I'm becoming a more complete, more uh, spacious, not only Muslim, but a human being. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's my basic philosophy. As the Quran says, every so where you turn is the face of Allah.
0: And that's Brother Jamal.
4: That's right. That's that's
0: who's uh, joining us as well. And let me just mention, Brother Jamal, Rabbi Ted, and uh, Pastor Don are part of Interfaith Talk Radio. I know many of you are recognizing his voice. And you are on, uh, on Wednesdays, is it?
4: Yes, Wednesday from uh, two to three.
0: Exactly. So you're going to, you can catch a whole nother conversation around this uh, every Wednesday, two to three. They, uh, we did uh, produce the show for them and help them get started and their presence And having these conversations is so, uh, it's so important right now. You gave birth to us. There we go. I, I, you know and I, and boy I'll tell you I didn't feel many contractions it was a good one oh, I'm glad. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, no traumas then no
0: traumas well you know we have a third individual joining us right now to uh, round off this conversation and again the question is I'd love to have you introduce yourself and okay. share with us what you believe
5: Okay, um, I'm Rabbi Anson Leitner I'm the executive director of the Seattle chapter of the American Jewish Committee and before that i worked with multi-faith works and um, as a rabbi and as a jew um post-holocaust jew in particular i think my belief is grounded in the fact that stuff happens in life Mm -hmm. to us as individuals and as a people and it can be very hard to to make sense of what happens. However, I believe that somehow uh, God, the divine, is with us. Uh, God is omnipresent. But beyond that, I couldn't say what I believe.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, this is a great way to start the show, uh, and I shared a little bit of background of where this originated from. We've got some fabulous listeners, and and uh, and, and uh, you know, pretty much unlike a, a number of different shows, we have quite a large a male population. Our men uh, listen to the show as well, uh, and that's because I think they say that I've got a bit of testosterone in my delivery. <laughs> I think I wanted to men spirituality. You know, I just have not in my life seen men's spirituality, women's spirituality, and yet now I'm struck by the fact that there may be differences. So when I say men's spirituality, what do each of you say to that?
3: Well, I have a reaction to to that in terms of you know from from my philosophy and my understanding too. Some place I go to immediately, Pat, is the divine masculine and how that differentiates between the divine feminine. And in 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 my philosophy, uh, the words of Ernest Holmes, he says that the male uh, that the masculine uh, is the. Instigator, the force uh-huh. which receives the, which, you know, is activating the activating, energizing principle of life. It's that thing that propels us that energetic force propels us forward initiator activator, and the divine feminine, then on the other hand, is that thing which it receives the impress of that activation and holds it and creates it and nurtures it uh is the is the holder of the uh the nurturance of mm-hmm. that experience
0: well it's, it's, and so i I'm thrilled that we're having this conversation because i I have to say that uh there is a, a segment of people out there men in particular that are feeling left out of the conversation.
4: Hmm. Well, I think the, the, uh, the work of spirituality is the same for men and women. For example, mm-hmm. Prophet Muhammad said, if he had to summarize the work of spirituality, uh, it's in two verses. One is, know thyself, and you shall know thy Lord. That's uh, 50% of the work. And the other uh, 50% is, die before you die. Mm. Die to your ego before you die uh, a physical death. However, culturally, And, you know, extra Quranic sources talk a lot about this. Uh, You know, the Quran says that every feeling you have is sacred, as is your tears and your laughter. But men culturally have not gotten in touch with their feelings as much as women have. Mm. So that's one difference. And number two, uh, you know, it says Islamic Sages say men have more of a problem with their ego than women do
0: okay this is great Mm -hmm. this is great conversation jay i'm going to take your calls i know and your questions pretty soon Uh, rabbi uh latner what uh
5: okay um well i think i would agree with brother jamal that the spiritual tasks of men and women are very similar um in fact we have a saying repent one day before your death uh, which is very much like what you were saying (laughs) but how that spirituality gets expressed i think is part of the the challenge and at Judaism as one of the original patriarchal type religions spirituality has been expressed traditionally as, as it's a male dominated way of expressing faith um so the challenge in our day and age has really been to come up with female spirituality as an alternative to this traditionally male kind of spirituality now i think the challenge is for the man to say to look at the tradition and to look at what the women are doing and say what can we do that's creative that is spiritually meaningful for us in the 21st century
0: mm-hmm. excellent we're going to take a short break when we come back uh, we'll be back with my special guest why don't you just say uh, who you are and so people can get to recognize your voice
5: reverend michael ingersoll rabbi anson leitner Brother Jamal Rahman, Muslim Sufi. All right,
0: there we go. And I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back after this short break. We've got lots to talk about. As I said before, this is a show for you. So this is where you get to call in, ask uh, this panel of uh, folks questions. We'll be right back with the show. Stay tuned, everyone.
2: a popular belief having a baby is not always a happy glowing experience many women develop a variety of mood problems, most often depression. Thankfully, there are many options available to heal or prevent this debilitating condition. Dr. Shoshana Bennett is shining a light on postpartum depression right here on the Dr. Pat Show. So tune in and find out how to help someone you love. For more information about postpartum depression, visit postpartumdepressionhelp.com.
1: Take control of your health and wellness with the natural and modern way. Don't just treat symptoms, eliminate the cause. Hundreds of people report improved health and wellness using Rife Frequency technology. BioSolutions is the most effective Rife instrument we've experienced. Customer satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. For more information, call BioSolutions toll-free at 866-885-6625. That's 866-885-6625.
2: Cancer and stroke are now the greatest threats to life. But there's no need to suffer the side effects of pharmaceuticals or harmful treatments. Whether a patient does or does not wish to use traditional methods, there is a totally non-toxic alternative product, PolyMVA. PolyMVA has been effective with both stroke and cancer for over 10 years. To find out more, call 866-991-9942 or visit polymva.com.
1: Essentia Water is one of the leading enhanced waters marketed throughout the country. Essentia Water provides many benefits with its high 9.5 pH alkalinity, its super hydrating properties, and its concentration of pure essential electrolytes. All coming together to produce a taste that's sweeter, silkier, and smoother than ordinary water. Find Essentia Water in health food stores and natural food sections of grocery stores. Essentia Water. Ask for it. Genesis Today, a world leader in 100% pure therapeutic juices with absolutely nothing added except pure goodness. Genesis Today harnesses thousands of years of ancient healing wisdom for your benefit. We don't sell products. We offer complete nutritional building programs which encourage health on all levels. Genesis Today, combining age-old tradition medicines with modern-day science. Visit us today at genesistoday.com. That's genesistoday.com.
6: that's CarrieOConnor.com. Don't forget, this is Alternative Talk,
2: 1150
0: AM. For the first time, just about half past, half ten. past ten. For the first time, history is gonna start raining it's raining, it's raining men. Hallelujah, it's raining men. All right, we're gonna do a little Shakespeare shake your booty <laughs> yeah. for a good cause, god. For, a good cause. <laughs> for god is right welcome everyone welcome back to the dr pat show fabulous panel we have here uh jay if you're listening to the show this is your time to give us a jingle 1-800-930-2819 and this is time for everyone out there to give us a call uh we're taking all of your calls a lot of questions that i'm sure i'm not going to come up with i want to hear from you uh, this is a very special occasion to have these three fine individuals here joining in on the conversation and so the number is one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. that's toll free one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. give us a call benny will pick up your call or uh if you want to send it to i don't know jay if you're able to give us a shout or not if not send benny and i am and we'll we'll get it that way men's spirituality uh, you know the, it, for me it's looking at a journey and uh, and the question that comes up, I think, from time to time is, are men and women separate in the spiritual community? And what I mean by that, have we created, uh, have we drawn a line in the sand and created almost mm, tension, shall I say? Now, the reason I say that, having grown up Catholic right i was it was really clear these are what nuns do these are what priests do and and you kind of have that ingrained priests can talk to god nuns cannot (laughs) and so you know when you have that and you're a young woman and you're talking to god you're not feeling very good about this and so have we in religion created a separation
3: well, there's this is notion I think also in terms of what God is, in terms of how do we—is it the the guy in the sky with the big gray, big long beard, uh-huh. or you know, which is a really masculine archetype and a personification? Also, it has this thing that has a personality, or is God something greater than that? Is God this mysterious, energetic presence and intelligence that we deeply know yet we know nothing about? And, and, I, that, and that's available, I think, to everybody.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the, we're exploring that.
4: And I would say also that, you know, uh, uh, one more insight I want to give uh, is that there's a wonderful story in all the Abrahamic faiths, the three Abrahamic faiths that, you know, uh, God came down and, re- and revealed certain basic truths to some people. But then the devil came and said, let me organize that for you. And that became religion. Mm. Most people say the devil is, sounds like a male because the organization was very male biased in the areas where uh, the development, the theology arose. But originally, it was really meant to be complementary. So, for example, in Islam, uh, you know, I I said die before you die is the core of spirituality. Amazing, in Islam, to die before you die, the metaphor is Jesus being delivered from Mary. So, when you give birth to the Jesus within you, you're coming into a spirituality. But the important point is, it requires a receptacle of a Mary Mm -hmm. for that to happen. You see, Muslims in the Quran believe in the virgin birth.
0: Exactly. Okay. So, uh, you know, so as we explore all of this and I'm talking about the separation, I would like to hear from you, Rabbi. Okay. Um,
5: I think, first of all, just some some background in the Jewish tradition, men and women prayed separately as they do, in fact, in in Islam. Right. And and for centuries upon centuries, it was a male dominated worship. Um, The women either sat upstairs or behind. And so that was male spirituality. Um, women had their own place, their own spirituality. It was centered around the home. And they, in fact, prayed at home. The men would pray at synagogue. Sometimes the women would come to synagogue and pray with the men. Um, but they each had their own domain, if you will, their own spiritual world. I, I want to go back to something that Michael said. and And that is that, to me... Any form of worship is a limiting of God's essence because God is really unknowable and a mystery. And so anytime we try and put our appreciation for that mystery into words... We're confining it. We're limiting it. And that, to me, is the essential dilemma about how to do spirituality.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And, I th- and that's a prayer also that I have every day, Pat. I said, dear God, help me stretch or expand the container of who I believe you to be in order for you to be more. And help me expand the container of who I believe I am in order for me to hold what more that may be mm-hmm. in terms of my minds and hearts. And, and it's also culturally, too, if you look back even in American to traditional churches, Christian churches as well, is that the women have been the community. They have been the place where, of the holder of the community, family, organization of that. While the male archetype or the, the minister has been delivering the message, well, the message also is is not only heard, but is delivered through the women in the congregation in terms of the actions, the compassion, the holding of, of as I said, the community, the, the sense of, of well-being and how that's reflected in the love and the generosity of community generally at
4: large. You know, I I think, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm finished. I think it's very important, certainly for Islam and I believe for other religions also, to focus and become aware of the historical and cultural development of this spirituality with men and women. Uh For example, in the time of Prophet Muhammad, which was the 7th century, most of his followers were actually women. In his time, he had a mosque and men and women prayed in the same mosque, just alongside uh, each other. In Prophet Muhammad's time, sometimes women led the prayers. Mm. Women did the call to prayer. But after he died, all the advantages that the Quran gave to women, in theory, they were usurped by the men because they were so angry at being denied their privileges. And those same verses have been distorted to bring to the advantage of men. And today, if you go to any uh, average Muslim country, where are the women in the mosque? Mm. Always in the back, relegated. A total departure from what it originally was.
0: And we're starting to learn about this. I mean, I, I think we're at this place where we're able to have a conversation like this, uh, especially in this country. And no one is saying, oh, don't talk about that. Don't say that. Of course, there are some people that say that about my show in general. But... Uh, this is now the time for us to explore this and and to really for you to be sharing uh... that let me ask all of you a question i think that we know as beings we carry our past lives we carry our culture we carry our persecution i mean we carry this forward whether it's energetically whether it's at the you know carolyn mace i think would say it's at the cellular level and. Is the tension now, and I don't say tension is a bad thing, so I want to be clear, is the tension between men's spirituality and women's spirituality around each group trying to find their origin, their original place of empowerment?
5: It, it could be. I was just, as you we were talking, I was thinking that, as I said, men used to pray in one group and the Mm -hmm. women separately. Mm -hmm. And that was rejected by the more liberal strands of Judaism so that men and women sit together. When men and women sit together, even if they're being spiritual, there's a very different energy than when you have groups separated by gender. And and now I think there is also a movement for people to explore, well, what does it mean to pray as a group of men Mm -hmm. or pray as a group of women? And what's the different energy and... That's not to say let's go back to the traditional patriarchal way of doing things, but let's experiment and let's taste and see what that was all about
0: well i i know there are different energies and i'm not just you know, not just for men i mean I, i'm sure there our, are our women listeners out there will say that for the most part i like getting together with my homies i like getting together with other women as a matter of fact i i was talking with uh, someone last night that was doing a, a a solstice uh... event and women's circles and men's circles and there are some points where we come together Uh, the question I think that comes up and I think, and we have a caller, so we'll come back after break and talk about this. But one of the questions that comes up, spirituality versus religion has different meaning for people. And are we then saying that when we look at spirituality, there's more of an integration? when we look at religion, there's more of a separation. Did I just jump to an incorrect conclusion amen. there? Amen. There's
3: an amen from this side of the room. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes definitely, definitely, definitely. definitely.
0: And yes. I think that's kind of the, I, I mean, I, I sense that that's the tension. I believe that spirituality is on the rise. Not to say that that uh, organized religion is on the decline, but I think some religions would say they're on the decline. But I think it's an offsetting. It's not like spirituality as taking a back burner. I think there is this shift. What do you think?
4: I think spirituality is the essence uh, and religion is the form Uh we need both Mm-hmm. but there's been too much of an emphasis on the form. Ah. Now people are saying how about the essence? You know there's a glass and there's a juice inside. <laughs> the Juice is very important you see and we can keep polishing the glass all the time but what about the juice inside uh, that glass? There's a lot of understanding and awareness about the juice in the glass. Now. And I, I think the conversation has shifted Jamal also from just sitting across politely
3: sitting across from each other, nodding each- at <laughs> each other, politely listening to stopping and saying what is here to learn between us? Mm-hmm. Where is that bridge? What is that where's the connecting thread that draws me into the that place within you that loves god so i can draw you to that place within me that so loves god
4: not, I, just, not just men and women also different religions it's My also different
0: religions, absolutely and we had a caller the other day uh e that called in and we were talking about spirituality and how sometimes when we're in spiritual groups everything needs to be calm everything needs to be peace everything needs to be love and yet at the same time this is not a time to repress anger mm-hmm. you know and i'll talk about that when we come back we've got lots lots. Lots of callers, people calling in, uh, and uh, we've got a couple of people on hold. So uh, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we have a fabulous show today on spirituality with a focus on men's spirituality. Part of the conversation with my incredible guests right now:
5: Reverend Michael Ingersoll, Rabbi Anson Leitner, Brother Jamal Rahman.
0: All right, we'll be right back with the Dr. Pat show.
1: Come You guys dress in black. Remember that, just in case we have a face to face to make contact. The title held by me, MRB, means what you think you saw, you did not
6: see. Is your soul searching for more? Are you ready for greater spiritual enlightenment? CMS, the College of Metaphysical Studies, is the planet's largest source of metaphysical and spiritual growth. CMS, the leader in the field of metaphysical studies, is dedicated to the service of humankind, offering distance learning courses and free resources. Follow your spiritual path and join the great adventure at cms.edu.
1: That's cms.edu. We are in a new age of discovery. In the past, science strived to understand physical matter. In the new age, science will strive to understand the energy that creates matter. In the past, all dietary supplements nourish the body. In the new age, dietary supplements will focus on the energy that creates your body. The future is here. Learn about our natural monatomic minerals from Harmonic Enterprises. Move with us to the new age. Call us at 888 667 4, or visit HarmonicEnterprises.com. Ready to put cancer behind you? Clarify your purpose in life after cancer. Learn new tools and take back your life. Rekindle your spirit and find support in peaceful Hawaii. Join the next retreat with Dr. Gene Akteberg at Cocoa Lulu's Cancer After Care Retreat Center on the island of Hawaii, July 15th through the 27th. Space is limited, so call now, one 808 or visit cancer-retreats.org Aloha!
0: Hello, this is Sue Newfeld ellis In our fast-paced, busy world, my new CD, Serenity Through Meditation, is just what you need. Through Stephen Halpern's sonic music entrainment and my voice, we will comfortably guide your brainwaves
2: to that theta state of deep relaxation. To order your free copies of... 25 stress reduction tips go to quantumhealing.us or call 425-455-4207
1: do you want to live the life of your dreams are you seeking deeper purpose and meaning reverend dr kathy ann lewis of the center for spiritual living shares practical spiritual principles and insights from all the world's traditions monthly on the dr pat show in her segment building a better life building a better world Learn more about Kathy Ann by visiting spiritualliving.org.
6: Bringing you fresh perspectives every day. Alternative Talk, eleven fifty a.m. Here come to me.
0: Everyone, Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat show. Talk radio to thrive by. Wow. I'm here with a fabulous panel and we've opened up the phone lines for questions from both men and women. This is an open show. Uh men and women have questions. I know that uh, I've certainly had a few. If you have a question you want to call in and uh chat with my uh fabulous guest today, give us a shout at one-eight hundred nine three zero two eight one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine one eight
1: hundred nine three zero two eight one nine One But Benny,
0: we've got a caller. The man of the hour has arrived. <laughs> Jay, welcome to the Doctor Pat show. Hey, hey. Hey, I love this show. <laughs> I knew you would. And boy, I'm so glad you called in because now you have three amazing individuals here. And fire away.
7: Yeah, this is really amazing because I, I, I truly believe that the spiritual, when I mean, we incorporate spirituality into to men and embrace it at some sort of level, is that it solves a lot of issues regarding relationships, uh, money issues, and also a father figure issue, too, that we, the guys usually have with their fathers. And uh my my question is that about our fathers too is that do our fathers pass on uh to the son to be a stereotypical man and not embrace spirituality? I'm just just curious about that.
0: That's a good question. Don't go away because I'm sure you're going to have a follow-up. <laughs> yeah. That, there you go.
5: <laughs> I I can only speak from personal experience on yeah. this. I would say that my father was um very closed spiritually. Um, the spirituality that I acquired, I think I did so through my mother rather than my father. Um, but at the same time, obviously, my father was a role model for me in many other ways in terms of how to go through life and how to behave and conduct myself.
3: So... And my my father, I think also also was a little bit of a contradiction because he he brought me into a very structured Christian environment, and yet uh his life outside of that because he was an artist, he painted and had this relationship with things beyond himself that he would try to express and write about as an artist in that way, so from this kind of rigidity from that tradition to this other way of living and being in the world, and I am my father 's son because of that, and mm-hmm. that 's the portion I claim I
4: love. Mm-hmm. And I really got very, very lucky because I am so grateful for the privilege, privilege of having very wonderful father and mother. So, my father continuously talked about the heart. So, mm-hmm. to my father, the core of spirituality, the core of life really, uh, is about opening up the heart. And because of that, uh, I, I think that he really was able to connect very directly and fully with spirituality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole different topic, how to open up the heart.
0: Well, yeah, Jay, are you, are you with us on this?
4: Oh, I am, because, you know, it sounds like
7: the gentleman that just last talked, is just, they've been nurturing spirituality from a very young age. And, uh, you know, as you get real older, you wonder, you know, where, where's that uh, missing piece to the relationship, hey, eh, with your father or or yourself or, or anybody else, hey? Eh? So yes. it's,
4: it's that's a very good point you're bringing up. Uh, if I may just quickly say, uh, Jay, and by the way, I'm so glad to uh, have met you on the uh, airwaves. Uh, welcome. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you know, the question is, how do you open up the heart? And are many ways, there's a uh, the practice of silence, there's a practice of purification of the heart. But at the core of every tradition, they say, uh, and certainly in Islamic spirituality, in Sufism, that the, the only or the best way to open up the heart is to embrace not only the 10,000 joys of life, but also the 10,000 sorrows of life. And that is a whole lifelong practice. How do I embrace the 10,000 sorrows of life? As Khalil Gibran says, if you do that, know that the more that sorrow carves into your being, the more joy it can contain. So the sorrows and the pain and the anger and the hatred is also an integral part of opening up the heart.
0: All right. Wow yeah <laughs> uh, it, it is it's, it is a wow, I mean, and part of this is really looking at the journey and looking at the contrast i mean we we hear contrast good and bad right heaven hell i mean we 're hearing the contrast, and the question really is how prepared are we, how prepared are we to look at both the sorrows and the joys and My question is, is there a difference between men and women from a spiritual perspective on how they approach this?
3: Well, you know, uh, uh, Jamal, I'm going to piggyback on what Jamal was talking about just earlier, too. And and quote Rumi. And uh, he says, far beyond the ideas of right doing and wrong doing, there is a field. I'll meet you there where the soul lies down in the grass. The world's too full to talk about ideas or language. Even the phrase each other doesn't make any sense beautiful and that that quote in itself is so we're we're talking about these kind of structural ways of thinking and being with one another that if we come to the heart or the sutra or the center or the the essence of what i believe the spiritual nature of god is there is no discussion there's only the knowing Mm -hmm. that we share and that's and then in the knowing we call for me i call the good Mm -hmm. and the love and the Emma Curtis Hopkins says it there the name for god is good and the name for good is god and in that place there is no discussion we we celebrate the goodness with each other
5: i i would say that we in all of our faith traditions we have this idea that god has set forth a plan for life um, And if we can accept that plan, even without knowing what that plan is, if we can accept that with equanimity, then that can bring us a certain level of peace. Mm -hmm. As a post-Holocaust Jew, I have a hard time believing that God has a plan, but the task still remains for us, whether we're suffering from a a group trauma like the Holocaust or an individual trauma like cancer or death in the family, the, the challenge Is still to accept whatever happens in life with equanimity Mm -hmm. and and find that inner peace. Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know Sufis say that if there is one provision we need for this journey uh, of life uh, it would be this this single one that can I cultivate uh, compassion and mercy for myself at a very deep level
5: Mm.
4: and that is the only way or the best way to open up the heart If I have compassion for myself, I will give myself permission to embrace all my feelings. So Rumi is just adamant about it. You know, have compassion for yourself. Have compassion for yourself. And he says, you know, uh, take a pickaxe and break open the stony heart.
0: That's the crusty heart. Yes, yeah. because the heart's... That's the, crusty crusty heart. the, heart's That's matrix, the crusty heart. The heart's matrix. the crusty heart.
4: The heart's matrix is glutted with rubies. Springs of laughter are buried in your chest. Wow. So you
0: have to do that. I wonder, was he the original crust buster? <laughs> <laughs> I think he was in the whole lineage of crust, crust busters, yeah. <laughs> hey, Jay, I hope we've answered your questions
7: yes and it's a great show and i'll be listening so many blessings and i hope the men are listening too because it's very important that they embrace the spirituality
0: all right thanks thank bless. you thanks jay many and uh, and if you if you have another question as we're moving on here just give us a jingle back okay all thank right you. thank you now benny we have another caller
1: we do let's go and switch over to maria from Buffalo.
0: hi maria welcome to the show thank you um
2: i have a question for brother jamal yes and um i was listening very carefully to what you were saying mm regarding how women used to lead in prayer, mm-hmm. uh, prior to the, um, ascension of the, the religious, the leader. Yes. And then, um, then, then the women became excluded. I'm just trying to make sure I, I yes, understand yes. this. You're right. And, and then, um, you made mention that, um, and this is the part I need clarification on, that, um. Was it the men felt that they were denied of certain privileges? Because I remember that phrase that you said, and I wondered, mm. was that referring to the women or to the men? Yeah, And what, yes. and, and what specifically were those privileges?
4: Right. Uh, when uh, Prophet Muhammad was born in the 7th century in Arabia... And that was a time called Jahiliya, meaning a time of very uh, great arrogance and savagery, uh, where among many problems, the main problem was that men treated women like uh, like chattel, like property, mm-hmm. uh, and there's all kinds of recklessness. So when Prophet Muhammad came, he reversed that, and he removed all those tribal privileges that men had over women. Oh, okay. And so, and the men, because he was a prophet, they kind of uh, you know reluctantly accepted that, <laughs> but the moment he died. They began to reverse that. Which is why you have this astonishing paradox, Maria, that the Quran, in terms of liberal laws for women, you'll be surprised to hear that, is among all the holy books, is the most liberal, you see? But in practice, the the opposite is true. I would just also say, I think that probably, if you look at any religious
5: tradition, it starts off being fairly egalitarian, and then as it progresses and becomes more of an institution, the men take over... And, right. and institutionalize their power. I mean, not in the of Jewish, in the uh, Jewish uh, tradition, you have Miriam, the sister of Moses, dancing and and singing to God at the shores of the Red Sea. You have Deborah, the prophet, and then psst, gone. Yes. <laughs> gone. <Yes.
0: laughs> Here today, gone tomorrow.
4: <laughs> because you know what Maria is saying is very important. So today, if women are in the back, Maria, in the mosque, uh, this uh-huh. is this not in the Quran. This is uh, all scholars agree. This is by medieval consensus.
2: Well, how do you shift that? How do you change uh, that? Good, I, mean, good question. I mean, I I'm I I was never given to really mm-hmm. thinking much about the Quran, but yes. you know, in this dialogue that we're having today on the radio, yes. that that is um, you know, it's a lightning bolt to me that yes. that even happened because um, you know, I, I I consider myself fairly ignorant when it comes to that to the Quran, but for women to have had that kind of standing, yes. Um, would that make you unpopular? you yourself with, the uh, you know... Yeah, because sure, because you know,
4: because once tradition takes hold, Maria, it takes a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of persistence to change the tradition. I'll give a very quick example uh-huh. o- on the same subject about women always in the background. Recently, in the last one year, five Muslim women in America have plugged themselves in the main sanctuary of the mosque. And the men have come and said, the brothers as they call, they come and say, sister, you know, you are here, we can't pray. So, the women say, brother, that's your problem. (laughs) They say, no, 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 it's it's against the Islamic tradition. Now, the women say, show me. Where does it say? And then, on the other hand, the women say the same things I said in Prophet Muhammad's time. Women prayed alongside, did the cultural prayer, led the prayer. So, that is creating a change. You see, women are saying uh, to people like me, Jamal, you're a nice guy. But we have to take something. You don't do anything. Women have to take charge and initiate the changes.
0: All right. Well, that's uh, Maria, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to take a short break right now. When we come back, we'll be back with our just incredible guest today, starting out with...
5: Reverend Michael Ingersoll. Rabbi Anson Leitner. Brother Jamal Rahman.
0: And I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basilli. We'll be right back.
2: Can
6: a credit card be used for positive change? The folks at Enlightenment Card think so. While other credit cards channel their monies to faceless corporations, the Enlightenment card has established over 1,100 socially conscious reward partners. Whether your points are redeemed to support a charity, to further your own growth in a workshop, retreat, or yoga class, or to use them to buy organic products, now you can rest assured knowing your monies and reward points are going to support those companies who are working to make a difference. Will this save the world? Probably not but it will send a message to corporate America that there are people who are paying attention to how money is being used. Join their community at EnlightenmentCard.com. Again, that's EnlightenmentCard.com. EnlightenmentCard.com. The
0: Empowerment Partnership. Empowering the lives of thousands of people around the world just like you. Their mission is to empower you with an understanding of what makes you and others tick and to teach you the tools and techniques that will unlock your hidden gifts. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. To learn more, call 1-800-800-MIND or go to www.nlp.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive a special discount.
1: Zenspiration Gardens are unlike any floral product you'll find on the market. Your personalized garden is prepared in a beautifully crafted keepsake box filled with plants, flowers, candles, and spiritual icons. Giving a Zenspiration Garden is the perfect way to express love, friendship, congratulations, or any other heartfelt message or inspiration. They ship nationwide, so contact Zenspiration Gardens at 619 972 1076 or zen-opolis.com
3: Nourish your soul Tuesday, June 26th at beautiful Ivor Salmon House on North Lake Union. Networking, exhibitor tables and miracles. Enjoy a delicious lunch with Rainforest Treasure Teas and experience our featured whole body tonic called Illumination guest speaker sherry harris will talk about being the way and creating real and lasting change sherry is amazing from high-powered business to transformational spirituality reserve your seats today at livingwellsanctuary.com or call
6: 765-210-9692
0: New Times Naturally magazine is Tampa Bay's natural health magazine, now in their 20th year, covering body, mind, spirit, nutrition, physical fitness, yoga and Pilates, supplements, meditation, natural product, mental health and strength, spiritual growth, eco-earth and more. Search for a local business feature stories, media and product reviews and an extensive calendar of events. Pick one up at your local business today or visit NewTimesNaturally.com That's NewTimesNaturally.com New Times Naturally magazine is Tampa Bay's natural health magazine, now in their 20th year, covering body, mind, spirit, nutrition, physical fitness, yoga and Pilates, supplements, meditation, natural product, mental health and strength, spiritual growth, eco-earth. And more. Search for a local business, feature stories, media, and product reviews, and an extensive calendar of events. Pick one up at your local business today or visit NewTimesNaturally.com. That's NewTimesNaturally.com.
6: Listen live at 1150KKNW.com. Alternative Talk, 1150
1: AM. Do, do your-
0: Welcome back, welcome back to the Doctor Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive by. Yeah, it must be raining men today, but it's raining women because I love Maria's question, and this really maybe we've called this men's spirituality, but honestly, this is a conversation that affects both men and women. And uh, thank you, uh, Reverend Michael, for pointing out that we started the show talking about the different qualities of each of the principles philosophies that uh, you all uh, practice this and so i want to get back to that conversation again and revisit them in the context of men spirituality or men versus women men's versus women's spirituality who who would like to start michael well i you know
3: at I think the larger of the question t- comes for all male listeners who are listening to say what qualities do they believe that they embody themselves mm-hmm. and what qualities are we asking them to further embody for instance in the in the archetype that I mentioned alluded to earlier mm-hmm. generally they consider the hunter and the warrior and the king and those those strong blooded uh, kind of active mm-hmm. uh, energized figures but we do we don't talk very much about the hero and that's the aspects of the seeker of beauty and truth truth the holder of the compassionate heart and those things historically have not been things that men have talked about how do i bring compassion to the workplace how do i bring and how can i how can i not only recognize that within myself the need to want to do that but how do i find the language with my buddies to talk about that
0: well that's a really good that's an interesting point because um as a as a woman and uh, with a consulting practice that works with organizations uh, it's even a difficult Conversation for women to bring into the workplace, uh, and having grown up in uh, you know in a corporate environment, so to speak, basically the bottom line is: leave your personal stuff at home, leave your emotions at home, and of course, don't talk about politics or religion. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but you bring up a very good point. How can we do that? What is it going to take? I know Jay um, has called in previously on on the show and has talked about uh, men's emotional. Uh, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but sort of disconnecting from the emotional side. And yet, some of the most passionate, um, what's the word that I'm going to use? Ministers, preachers, uh, spiritual leaders. Man, I'll tell you, you think the place is going to come down. Right? Right, right. So, what is it that we can talk to that points to the value of your the values associated with each of your philosophies, and the role of men emotionally?
5: I, I think the primary point that I would like to make is that there that there has to be a unity between the individual soul and how he lives his life, whether it's. Relationships with family, relationships at work, in the larger community, there there can't you can't compartmentalize, and in, certainly in the Jewish tradition, you're not supposed to compartmentalize because their life is a unity, and the behaviors that you have for yourself should extend outward without any seams. Um, so the ethics that you live by are also supposed to apply to family, and to the workplace. So mm-hmm. I think that would be an important aspect of, of the spirituality.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's alignment, you know. It's the old practice yes. what you preach. Yes. Mm-hmm.
5: And and some of those great preachers that you mentioned have a, a severe break that they can preach or talk the talk, but then when it comes to their private life, they don't walk the walk. Mm-hmm. And we've seen what happens ultimately to those kinds
4: of, of preachers.
0: Yeah, it, and, and, and we're still amazed that those kinds of things happen. So it is about the alignment. Brother Jamal.
4: Yes, there's one point I'd like to make, uh, a major point. You know, the Quran says that uh, Allah, uh, who is the God of all of humanity, who has no gender beyond form, uh, can never be understood by the human mind but can only be understood by divine attributes, of which 99 are mentioned. But what is most interesting about the Quran is those divine attributes which are mentioned the most are all feminine qualities. So, for example...
0: Oh, wow, that's interesting. It's amazing. That which this,
4: this is what gave birth to Sufism, that mystical Islam, which is you know, so uh, profound and uh, such an integral part of Islam. Uh, the quality which is mentioned most in the divine qualities is compassion. Mm. 200 times... So, the person who has the most compassion, the Quran suggests, is the most authentically powerful person. So, I would suggest that for Muslims particularly, to go back to what the Quran says, to truly cultivate compassion, particularly compassion for oneself. That seems to be the main provision for this journey and the key to spirituality
0: wow uh, it, and those are uh, feminine values I think that we've talked about, but each of us contains both the masculine and feminine don't you think
3: yes and I think mm-hmm. that there's a that the call to men more so today than any other time is is to to, to be empowered to become still
0: mm-hmm.
3: to be empowered to listen to that deep deep dwell deep indwelling presence and in knowing what we call intuitive voice uh, and and to and to listen from that place knowing that there is something that that knows something that we don't know, mm-hmm. but we instinctively believe we know what it. We instinctively believe that we need to know what it knows, mm. and uh, and for us to be able to develop our own individual way to articulate what that means to each other in ways that we feel are appropriate and authentic to who we are and what we feel and in and, and and how we can be connected to one another in that dialogue. Mm there's a wonderful book by Ernest Holmes called This Thing Called You
0: oh my goodness that's a goodie
3: yeah, that because really, it's simple it's so simple and it says you know who am I and how can I learn to talk about myself differently
0: well and that's what I wanted to ask you about because we've talked about a lot today and you know I'm ready to go out, out and buy literature from each, each of your <laughs> philosophies you know what I'm saying it's like I haven't spent my book budget this month uh, and, and that's what one would want to do I mean we, after hearing each of you uh, you know, we're absolutely, okay, well, how can I find out more? How? And, and I want to ask you, what do you recommend? Uh, you know, Rabbi, what would you recommend for people having now heard you? What would you recommend that they could be, go out, pick up, read, whatever?
3: Okay.
5: Um, I think a good place to start would be any book by Arthur Green. Okay. He is um, one of the foremost interpreters of Jewish mysticism today. Um, and also engaged in our world um i think the title of a good book is speak my name seek my face Mm. so arthur green is is my recommendation
0: yeah those are fabulous those are great uh you know because we would want to go out and now try to find you know holy scriptures for just about everything we've talked (laughs) about today and there's a place to begin and of course we can We can expand upon that. How about you, Brother Jamal? Because, you know, we're going to go out and try to find copies of the Quran. Well, yes. I I always, (laughs) thank you for saying that, because I always
4: advise my friends, please do not rush out and buy a copy of the Quran. Okay. It can be overwhelming, Mm. unless you're very familiar with 7th century events. Rather, pick up a book which says selections of the Quran. There are three books I'd like to recommend one which which says Light of Dawn, The Light of Dawn. These are selections of verses written by a good Jewish lady, Camille Helminsky. Uh-huh. That's the first book. Second book I'd really recommend is a, a book by Reza Aslan, A-S-L-A-N, called No God But God, to Know About Islam. And the third one, if I may humbly say, is the book I wrote uh, on spiritual Islam called The Fragrance of Faith, The Enlightened Heart of Islam. I recommend these three books.
0: How can I get copies of these books?
4: Oh, of course, Amazon.com, but, oh, a, uh, but any any bookstore would have it, too. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, this is good. And how about you, uh, Reverend Michael?
3: I'm sticking to this thing called you. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful introduction to, to me and to, to expansion of my own spirituality.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, where can people get a copy of that?
3: You can. I th- I'm sure that's available at uh, in, on any bookstores, but also at the Center for Spiritual Living and there in our bookstore there.
0: Okay. Uh, well, you know, thank you. Um, this has been a fabulous show, and it's. Uh, I certainly have learned a lot, and uh, uh, this has been an incredible, credible time. I want to thank you all for joining the panel today, uh, and I have gotten a request to do another version of this uh and the next version for sure we're going to want to get uh pastor don in on the conversation here but again thank you all so much fabulous show i want to thank our listeners for all of your involvement today for listening to the show benny thank you for doing another incredible job have yourselves a fabulous fabulous day know that you are loved know that you are blessed and you have everything inside you to live a magnificent life i'll see you next week